It's time to be about that life, the startup life. Here's your host, Dominic Lawson. Good morning, Startup Nation. I hope you all are doing well this morning on your drive to work or wherever it is you're doing this morning. My name is Dominic Lawson, and this is The Startup Life. Now, you may be wondering, you know, what the startup life is and all that great stuff, and that's fine. That's a fair question and stuff like that. So let me just kind of break it down. So the thing is is that The Startup Life is a show for entrepreneurs and business uh, uh, professionals who are looking to kind of scale the corporate ladder. The thing is, is that we believe with the startup life is that the entrepreneurship, entrepreneurial mindset is not really about starting a business. It really is about solving a problem, whether that be providing your customers with convenience, providing uh, your customers with peace of, mind, peace of mind, saving them money, saving them time, stuff like that. And so, you know, I just want to say thank you for having me here. Uh, I really want to, you know, appreciate you know, and show my appreciation to a lot of people here, uh, for those of you who may not know, the Startup Life actually started as a podcast uh, three years ago. Um, I'm actually kind of getting a little weirded out here because I have a little bit more room here in the studio because we had a we was in a, in a closet space in my in my house and stuff like that. Uh, but you know, we've been growing the show for the past three years, and we've gotten to the point where now we're here on radio. So this is the the radio premiere of the startup life. And so you may be wondering who I am. So my name is Dominic Lawson, born and raised here in Memphis, the beautiful land in the world, as we like to kind of call it now. Uh, grew up in South Memphis, Lamar Terrace Projects, if you're familiar with that. Yes, I'm that old. Um, I really have always just had a passion for business, a passion for entrepreneurship. I was that kid that bought a pack of pencils and, and resold them at a profit, you know, doing the same thing with cookies and and, and erasers and stuff like that, which means I put me in direct competition with the school bookstore, uh, which is kind of cool there. But uh, I've always had a passion for business. Uh, and honestly, uh, my mom is the one who kind of installed that entrepreneurial mindset in me. She didn't really start a business. But what she did was um, she decided that, you know, when we were living in Lamar Terrace Project, she said, you know what, there's more to life than this. this is, there's more. And I want to show my kids that there is more. So what she did was she, uh, she got two engineering degrees, mechanical and industrial engineering, uh, graduated from college, uh, you know, moved us out of Lamar Terrace Projects, moved into a house in Westwood and stuff like that. And that told me that, like, you know what, where you start is not necessarily where you have to end. And I've always appreciated that. And so, like I said, I've always had that entrepreneurial mindset, that passion for business. As a matter of fact, uh, when I was a sophomore in high school, Westwood High School, go Longhorns, um, it was, I was fascinated with the 99 NBA lockout. Now, granted, not everybody's fascinated with arbitration and collective bargaining agreements and stuff like that, but I was. And I was so knowledgeable at the point that my 10th grade business teacher was asking me questions about the NBA lockout. I almost was kind of like teaching the class myself. Uh, but, you know, I've always had a passion for business, um, uh, graduated from high school, went off to college for a semester, and then I actually left to join the Army for a while. Uh, when I got out of the Army, I went back to school, finished up, uh, and then uh, me and my wife, we started a company called Al's LLC. So I wanted to share that I am an entrepreneur as well, so I'm not a hypocrite when I come on this show. Uh, but uh, we're entrepreneurs as well. We started an education company uh, called Owls LLC, which we do is write, write uh, curriculum and do professional develop development for teachers and corporations and stuff like that. 
And it was actually under that umbrella that we started the Startup Life. The Startup Life actually started as a blog that I wrote each week. So, you know, I'll pick a business topic and, uh, you know, and write something about it, whether it be like, you know, how to you know, turn a side hustle into a business or things of that nature. And it got to a point where, you know what, it would be really easy if we just made this thing a podcast. So that was November 2016 uh, that we started the podcast and we just really scaled it and grew it from there. Uh, we have almost 150 episodes right now, which we're really excited about. Now we're here on radio, which is kind of dope and stuff like that. And it really started to grow when people started to reach out to us like, hey, we heard your, your show. And these are people like in Silicon Valley, Philadelphia, Florida, uh, places like that. It's like, you know what? We want to be on your show, this, that, and the other. And so when people around the country started reaching out, uh, it was just, it just got to a point where it's like, man, this thing is really, really growing. And so you may be asking yourself, what Startup Nation, who is Startup Nation? Well, that's you. You know, like I said, I believe everybody has the entrepreneurial mindset. I believe everybody has the ability to figure out problems. Once again, the entrepreneurial mindset is not necessarily about starting a business. It's about solving a problem. And so before I get into, you know, what you can expect from the show, I really want to just shout out some people that really got me uh, here to this point to talk to you today. Uh, here on radio and every Tuesday uh, for the foreseeable future. Um, first and foremost, my beautiful wife, Kendall Lawson, who who supported me, nurtured me. She's the executive producer of the show. She really helped me to kind of put this thing together. And there's been a whole bunch of people around this city that just believed in us, believed in what we were doing. Uh, and also the people at KWAM, my guy, George, you know, he really, you know, he, he listened to the show. He's like, you know what? I think you got something here, man. So, you know, you ever thought about doing radio, which I really never did think about doing radio. It just kind of happened. Uh, but, you know, I'm really grateful for him. I'm really grateful for all the mentors that we've had. Cheryl Pesci, Cat uh, Gordon over at Muddy's Bake Shop. You know, we've really just had a lot of great people uh, in our corner. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much. I wouldn't be here without you. I really appreciate you. So really quickly, before we go to break, I just want to, want to share what you can expect from the show. You can expect great content. You can expect great energy. Like I said, I have a passion for business. Uh, one of the things that I believe that you know makes the Startup Life uh, show so amazing and awesome is that like I don't you know sit around and say I'm the expert. My job is to go and find the experts. And so we have some amazing guests. We have one sitting in studio right here that we're going to introduce in a little bit. But we have amazing guests and amazing business minds, not just locally, but around the world that we're going to be bringing to you. And you may be wondering, who are those people? Well, for starters, we're going to have Mark Randolph, co-founder and first CEO of Netflix. Yep, that Netflix uh, on the show in the coming months. Uh, on February 11th, we're going to have Tom Galasano, who is the founder and chairman of Paychecks, uh, on the show as well. In the past, we've had the former deputy CEO of ExxonMobil on the show uh, and just a, a, a number of great business minds and great business leaders that we're going to bring to you every Tuesday morning that you're definitely going to benefit from. And so one of the things I will always promise to you, Startup Nation, is that, like, look, I may find the guest. I may create the content and all this other, but this isn't my show. It's your show, which means I answer to you, which means that if you feel like I'm not giving you great content, great energy, you hold me accountable. 
um, because that's super important to me. That's really important to me. So I guess we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. Uh, you know, you're listening to KWAM, The Voice, AM 990, 107.9. Let's go. Startup Nation, we tell you all the time that no one does anything great on their own. That includes starting a business or a nonprofit or even becoming a thought leader or an influencer. My point is that you need a team to do it successfully and responsibly. And that is why you should contact DR and Associates. Danielle and her team provide branding solutions along with digital and social media marketing that provide tangible results you are looking for. No matter if you are a Fortune 500 company or an author looking to make an impact, DR and Associates needs to be part of your team. They are one of the few firms whose leadership has been recognized by Google, which is proof of concept that they are very good at what they do. Contact DR and Associates today to grow your online presence. The number is 615-933-3681, or you can visit their website at drandassociates.com. Also, make sure you follow their Facebook page as well. DR and Associates, providing real clients with real results. This episode of The Startup Life is also brought to you by our amazing partners at SCORE Memphis. Look, entrepreneurship is hard, and there is nothing like a mentor that can help you navigate those waters. And that is what SCORE provides. SCORE mentors provide years of expertise and have resources that will have you flourishing and profitable on your path to entrepreneurship. If you are in need of a mentor, give SCORE a call. The number is 901-544-3588 or go to their website at memphis.score.org. The link is there in the show notes. Startup Nation, Kenda and I, along with our daughter Zoe, have this thing called Target Fridays if she's had a good week at school. We stopped by the snack bar for popcorn and mermaid ices. Startup Nation, don't judge me until you've tried them. Those ices are really good. Anyways, we then head over to the toy section so my daughter can add to her LOL doll collection. My daughter is a pretty good student, so you can imagine that we have spent a small fortune on LOL dolls. However, I can take solace in the fact that Target makes it affordable to buy those LOL dolls and anything else we need as a family. That's because Target believes you deserve quality at an affordable price. And when you're entrepreneurs like us, that's extremely important. But great deals and quality products are not exclusive to the brick-and-mortar version of the retail store. Target.com has even more exclusive deals that you can appreciate. And when you spend over $35, shipping is free. And I know we all love free shipping. We love to purchase the amazing kids' clothes for Zoe from the exclusive to Target Cat and Jack line when we go online. So the next time you listen to the show and you are reminded that you need something for your home, Start your Target journey with the link in our show notes, where you can expect more and pay less. KWAM weather and traffic twice an hour from News Channel 3 and on-time traffic on The Voice, FM 1079 and AM 990. KWAM traffic. Good morning. Traffic still moving along out here, even though it's heavy on 55 coming up through South Haven right now. We've seen a couple of minor accidents out here in the last hour or so. As they finish up a couple of wrecks earlier there on Germantown Parkway near Rock Creek Parkway, traffic still looks pretty good right now inbound on Austin P up towards the interstate. Be sure to check out Ober Gatlinburg's Ober Rocks 2020, January 25th at 8 p.m. till 1130 at the Loft Lounge. All the details at com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. All right, Startup Nation, so I hope you're ready to receive some value today. We got a superstar, a big-time superstar. 
in the building today. She is the owner of Beauty by Faiza and celebrity and makeup artist. She is Faiza Husnia. What's going on, Superstar? Hello, hello. How are you today? I'm okay. Okay, I know. I know you're a little bit under the weather. Just like so. half of Memphis. So yeah. <laughs> getting over the flu, so if I sound more like a man than usual. Oh, you sound amazing. That's why. Gotcha. Are you ready to pour some knowledge in the Startup Nation today? Yeah. All right. You ready to do it? Okay. okay. Absolutely. So first things first, let's start with your origin story. Share with us your path to entrepreneurship up until this point. Oh, boy. Um, so... I started out, well, my mom was an actress. I started in the theater. Right. And I knew I wanted to work in production. Like, I didn't really do well in school, honestly. Like, I skipped all the time. and mm-hmm. But I knew I was just a creative. Gotcha. I was an artistic person. Absolutely. And I knew a normal job could not hold my attention. I tried, and it did not work. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did, like, I created this mood board. In my parents' house. So it's like all these photos. And I was like, you know, I'm going to do Fashion Week. Okay. And that's how it started. So I started uh, at New York Fashion Week. And every year I would just make another goal. Like, well, I'm going to do a short film. Okay. Until it got all the way up to, like, major motion pictures. Gotcha. So... I hope that answered your question. No, no, it okay. absolutely does. It absolutely does. You know, so you, you started out, you know, with the mood board and you really did start to visualize and have those tangible pictures, that, yes. you know, to start your path and stuff like that. And Startup Nation, if you hear me say Faiz's name kind of slow, it's because I'm, I don't want to screw it up. I, for those I of appreciate you, that. For sure. For those of you who listen to the Startup Life on the podcast side, you know, we had her sister, Manira, on the show and I totally screwed her name up. <laughs> And I feel terrible about it now, but that's neither here nor there. But let me ask you this, Faiza, because, uh-huh. you know, on your path to entrepreneurship or people have ideas and stuff like that, you know, and you do a service, you know, with your company and stuff like that. You know, you're 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 doing the, the service and maybe at first you're not doing so well. Right. Like right. You're, you're trying stuff, trying stuff. Right. But then after a while, you get to a point where you're like, you know what? I'm kind of dope at this. Right. Share with me that story. Like where that moment where you like, you know what? I can do this, and I can do this for real. Oh, boy. It took a minute. Okay. Uh, because the biggest thing with hair and makeup, mm-hmm. for me, it's a word-of-mouth business. Absolutely. Um, And where you're trying to go determines that. So mm-hmm. my route is TV and film and stuff. Gotcha. So it has to be all the producers and directors and stuff like that that actually want to work with you it's not about like being the best it's about do these people really want to work with you that's interesting um and that's what i learned and being an asset you know going beyond hair and makeup Mm. like the experience that you give and i think that's why i've been able to be successful because i bring it's i bring a production within a production gotcha you know right so and it sounds like a lot of it is like I mean, true enough, you have to be good at what you do, right. right? But it also sounds like a lot of it is relationship building. Oh, yes. And stuff like that. Kind of talk about that part, the relationship building piece. Oh, boy. Um, this is a relationship-based business. Um, and I would have never thought that. Like, oh, I thought, yes. I thought it would just be like, you know, you, you know, you... Uh, you know, you do makeup and hair well, and then all of a sudden you like you you prime time, right? Oh no! <laughs> okay. Oh no! Because like you know, I guess the higher up you get, the right. more 
eccentric the artists get or the director or Fair whatever. Enough. So they're really like picky about who they work with. Mm-hmm. And you have to know how to handle those kind of people, all the different kind of personalities and kind of adapt to what they want. If that makes sense. No, that makes sense. Yeah. No, I get what you're saying. So, you know, you, you realize that like, you know what, I'm really good at, you know, at doing this, this craft, this thing and stuff like that. But how do you go from there to turn it into a business? Because, you know, it's 2020, it's a new year, mm-hmm. and there are a lot of people who are, you know, like, you know what, it's 2020, it's a new year, I'm going to start that business, mm-hmm. right? And they have a service or whatever the case may be. But there's it, a difference between doing the craft and then turning it into a business. Kind of talk about that transition, if you would. Oh, boy, bit. it's funny because I didn't really think business when I first started. Okay. It was really just like job by job and I would just leave it like I would go to a job and then I would just drop it gotcha not really thinking that you have to carry this thing through right you know it wasn't until the last past couple of years that I'm like oh crap this is like <laughs> a business I have to this like the whole thing yeah right? <laughs> so once I got that through mm-hmm. you know um it became a lot easier to be consistently booked Mm-hmm. And grow my business. Right. Um, yeah. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Now, Faiza, you know, ha- has been having some um, amazing clients, some big time clients. We're talking about like execs for Target, St. Jude, Toyota. Kind of talk about, you know, when you first started as opposed to now, like how you got business at first as opposed to now. I'm pretty sure it's not the same way. It's not the same. No, it's really funny because now... I'll get an email from like an agent or something. Okay. And they never really tell me who referred them to me because usually, you know, in a position like with the clients I get, Mm -hmm. those hair and makeup artists have agents or they work with an agency like the wall group or all Mm. these different agencies, but it's just me. Um, So these people have to have to directly contact me. So that means they had to get my number from somebody. For sure. You know, right. right. And I never really know who's doing it. It's a really (laughs) weird. It's almost like it's just magic. It just kind of pops out of nowhere. And it's like every day I'll get like a text and they have like my personal number. Right. So it's like, so you knew somebody that, and I always want to ask them like, who, but but I don't. Right. But, um, it's, I don't know. I just feel like somebody has been watching. Gotcha. Well, you know, in Startup Nation, <laughs> I, I, I want to kind of share this a little bit because what I hear in that answer is like, look, you know, if you do good work and you're good at yeah. your craft and stuff like that, a lot of times it just speaks for itself. Yeah. Right. You know, which speaks to the word of mouth part of the business that you were saying and stuff like that. But let me ask you this, because once again, you know, it's the new year, people trying to start businesses and stuff like that. And a lot of the times people are struggling with, especially services, how do I price the service? Right. Right. And stuff like that. So when you get, you know, a client say, hey, this is what I need done. Because I know you not only do stuff for celebrities, but you also do wedding parties right. and stuff like that. Right. So people say, hey, Faiza, this is what I'm looking for. How much is that going to be? How did you come up with the price points for like a wedding service or whatever the case may be? I kind of base it off of artists on my, my caliber. Okay. Or where I'm at. Okay. And also, like, what I have to offer. Understood. If that makes sense. That makes sense. So I did some research as to, like, what other artists are charging. Right. Um, And then I adjust as I get better, as I 
become more demand and gotcha. Yeah. Now, how do you determine? You know, you know, and I guess that's kind of, you know, you know, in the eye of the beholder, I guess. But how do you determine where you see yourself as? Like, I'm at this caliber. Now I'm at this caliber. Now I'm at this caliber. Like, how do you? How do you I determine guess that? With you think? the jobs I get. Okay, fair enough. So it's like now it's more like Fortune 500 CEOs, right? You know, right. So these are people that are exclusive, like. You know, most of them have like their own security details. So I have Fair to go enough. through clearance and, you know, stuff like that. I'm like, okay, so maybe I can charge a little bit more. Gotcha. Now, now, right. Now, you know, you said, you know, most of it comes through word of mouth and stuff like that. But one of the things that, you know, I remember reading is that like, you don't really do a whole lot of like social media stuff, like no. not a whole lot. Why is that? Because it, it kind of goes, the only reason I ask is because it kind of goes against the grain of what we've, we're kind of being taught now. Like there's social media classes in college that say like, you know, if you're not doing business on social media, you ain't doing business. Right. Yeah. And so your craft and industry seems to kind of go in a different way. Kind of talk about that a little bit. Oh boy. It's weird because, you know, I've been told that I need to get someone to do my social media or I need to stay consistent. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even have a website. Gotcha. I've never had a business card. <laughs> I just never really did any of that. And gotcha. subconsciously I wanted to be that kind of artist that you had to have word of mouth. Understood. So I think that was in my mind like five years ago. Like I wanted to be like that that girl that is like, oh, you can only get her if she's, you know, because I think for me, that's what I have to offer. Like, Mm -hmm. um, cause it's a lot deeper than just doing hair and makeup for me. Of course. You know, of course. Um, and who's to say if that's like good or bad, I don't know, but I really don't stay consistent on social media. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Thank you for sharing that. Let's go back a little bit because you have a, a, a big family, a very mm-hmm. large family, right? You know, like I said, we had Manira on the show, who's, you know, the founder of Juntland, amazing creator, right. amazing creator. Let me ask you this. Did you ever, when you were first starting, did you practice on your siblings? Like, oh like my practice? God, yeah. Yeah. How did like, that, what was that like? Well, I I used to braid their hair a lot. Okay. Like I did their hair a lot. Um, I would do, like, I would be in some of Manira's short films, so I would, like, do my hair and makeup and stuff. Uh, And then just practice on, like, models. And I didn't really know I wanted to get into makeup at that point, though. Gotcha. I just knew I wanted to be in production and film somehow. And it just ended up uh, being hair and makeup because I was a hairstylist first. Mm -hmm. I went to cosmetology school. I went to Paul Mitchell. And then I just decided to do hair and makeup. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And we're going to talk about a little bit about that a little bit more, but we're going to go ahead and go to break now. You are listening to The Startup Life on KWAM, The Voice, AM 990, 107.9 FM. Let's go. Startup Nation, we tell you all the time that no one does anything great on their own. That includes starting a business or a nonprofit or even becoming a thought leader or an influencer. My point is that you need a team to do it successfully and responsibly. And that is why you should contact DR and Associates. Danielle and her team provide branding solutions along with digital and social media marketing that provide tangible results you are looking for. No matter if you are a Fortune 500 company 
or an author looking to make an impact, DR & Associates needs to be part of your team. They are one of the few firms whose leadership has been recognized by Google, which is proof of concept that they are very good at what they do. Contact DR & Associates today to grow your online presence. The number is 615-933-3681, or you can visit their website at drandassociates.com. Also, make sure you follow their Facebook page as well, DR and Associates, providing real clients with real results. This episode of The Startup Life is also brought to you by our amazing partners at SCORE Memphis. Look, entrepreneurship is hard, and there is nothing like a mentor that can help you navigate those waters. And that is what SCORE provides. SCORE mentors provide years of expertise and have resources that will have you flourishing and profitable on your path to entrepreneurship. If you are in need of a mentor, give SCORE a call. The number is 901-544-3588 or go to their website at memphis.score.org. The link is there in the show notes. Startup Nation, Kenda and I, along with our daughter Zoe, have this thing called Target Fridays if she's had a good week at school. We stopped by the snack bar for popcorn and mermaid ices. Startup Nation, don't judge me until you've tried them. Those ices are really good. Anyways, we then head over to the toy section so my daughter can add to her LOL doll collection. My daughter is a pretty good student, so you can imagine that we have spent a small fortune on LOL dolls. However, I can take solace in the fact that Target makes it affordable to buy those LOL dolls and anything else we need as a family. That's because Target believes you deserve quality at an affordable price. And when you're entrepreneurs like us, that's extremely important. But great deals and quality products are not exclusive to the brick-and-mortar version of the retail store. Target.com has even more exclusive deals that you can appreciate. And when you spend over $35, shipping is free. And I know we all love free shipping. We love to purchase the amazing kids' clothes for Zoe from the exclusive to Target Cat and Jack line when we go online. So the next time you listen to the show and you are reminded that you need something for your home, Start your Target journey with the link in our show notes, where you can expect more and pay less. All right, you are listening to The Startup Life with Dominic Lawson on KWAM, The Voice, AM 990, 107.9. So, Faiz, I want to ask you this before we, we continue, because you were talking about, you know, word of mouth and building relationships. Do you think that your name itself, Faiza, Oh, it's kind yes. of a draw because it's kind of like yes. it's not a it's, it's not a normal name not in a in a very good way <laughs> right. right it's not like a a name an artist would have right so has that helped you out a little bit I think so okay because when somebody says Faiza it can only be me you know right. what I'm fair saying like, <laughs> fair it's enough. just and you know it's funny like when I was a little girl of course of course I hated mm-hmm. my name you know kids are awful but. I really grew into it and I really feel like that name was for me, you know, like it really sets the standard for my business. Cause Faiza Husnia means the beautiful victorious one. I hear that. Um, and I live up to it. Absolutely. I hear that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. So I want to ask you about your industry and your space as a whole here, because you know, we have like, you know, you go on YouTube and you see makeup tutorials and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And now you're seeing celebrities kind of get into the space from the standpoint of like you have Kylie Jenner who has a makeup line. You right. have uh, Rihanna who has a makeup line. You have Tracy Ellis Ross who has like patterns with her new hair right. uh, care product line and stuff like that. So I want to ask you this. Do you see 
like that's a good thing or a bad thing because a lot of times like you know celebrities just kind of slap their name on stuff and maybe the product itself it's not that great kind of talk about that your your thoughts about that a little bit if you um i think it's just business fair enough like um (laughs) look i don't want to say something that'll like gotcha no fair enough no i get that i get that (laughs) i think it's just a business move. Gotcha. Um, some people like to have their streams of income from every place imaginable. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. gotcha. Some would call that greed, but. What do you call it? I call it greed. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. All right. That's fine. That's fine. Because I, I guess I'm always curious about that because I'm, well, I'm always like, to, let's be fair. You know, everybody has branding on stuff, right? right. Like, you know, from. From makeup to snacks, it doesn't matter, right? And I'm always just curious about, like, the quality of that product. Because a lot of times it's kind of like, you know, you slap your name on stuff, but the quality isn't that great. And so basically you're just making sales off of brand name, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's pretty much like the same manufacturers, just repackaging things. and Gotcha. gotcha. You know, but, like, Kylie, that was some boss like that's the boss. I believe you so know, too. Like right. that's some that's crazy. Right. How she just took over. Right. I think it's amazing. And like their whole brand. You know, I'm I'm a Kardashian lover. Gotcha. That that's like one of my guilty pleasures. Right. But it's like And if anybody understands branding, it's the Kardashians. Man. Well, let's be honest. I mean love really them or hate genius. them. Love them or hate them. They understand branding it's through like a genius team. Level, right. You for know? sure. But they did that. They did their thing. For sure. That's all I can say. For sure. All right, cool. Thank <laughs> you for sharing uh, that for sure. Look, let me ask you this, because you talked about, you know, you worked in, well, let me backtrack a little bit, because, you know, Startup Nation, I recently interviewed Blake Michelle Morgan. She's a customer futurist, and uh, she's the author of how the, the, I'm sorry, the future customer, the art of the future customer, right? And so... She talks about Sephora mm-hmm. in the sense that like how they're starting to use uh, tech in their business to kind of add more of a customer experience. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I wanted to ask you with Beauty by Faiza, you know, not necessarily, you know, maybe you're using tech, maybe you're not. I don't know. But I guess what I'm curious about, like, you know, when you go to a wedding venue, right, you know, how are you enhancing that customer experience with you know the wedding party and stuff like that you know um i I like to keep it up you know like it's it's funny all of my brides become like my family i hear that it's a very personal like intimate experience that i give them Mm -hmm. like from start to finish from the first time we talk to the end it's it's literally like i gain 10 family members every weekend or whatever. (laughs) Um, I don't really implement tech, I guess. Gotcha. It's just more like that old-fashioned, old-school kind of hospitality that I like to give. Gotcha. Does that make sense? No, that makes sense. No, no, I I get that, you know, and I I, I want to correct some here. Uh, And I also think it's, it's kind of frustrating for a lot of people or it, it can be too much gotcha. when you're having to having them to do too much with like technology or that's fair. they want to have the least amount on them as possible and gotcha. not really like 
learn something new or like figure out. I'm I'm thinking more like like a payment or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like if I start using a new kind of thing, right. they don't really want to take the time to like figure out how to send this payment through this way. Or Understood. So I like to keep it really simple. Got you. Okay. Okay. And I want to make a quick correction, Start of the Nation. The name of that book by Blake Michelle Morgan, The Customer of the Future, is the name of that book. And uh, you know, thanks to our, our good friends at HarperCollins uh, for setting that up for us. But you know, Faiz, I want to ask you this, mm-hmm. uh, because I know that you know when you do go to the wedding venue or you're you know uh, doing the makeup for like an executive at Target or Fortune 500 company, stuff like that, you are having an experience of like music and stuff like that. Kind of share with us the kind of music you're playing. When you're oh do- when, you, when you in there in the lab doing work. So I'm an old school girl. Mm-hmm. I'm an oldie, oldie, oldie. Um, and for the most part, I like to customize to like what I think they would like I heard because that. music is the biggest influence in life to me. Right. It's like the, you know, it can totally put you in a different mood. But my favorite is like Teddy Pendergrass. Okay. You know. Are you super old? School? Gladys Knight. Okay. You know, the OJs, gotcha. the whispers, that kind of stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. So are, are you the only one of your siblings that have an old soul like that? Uh, no. No? Maybe okay. to to that degree. Okay. Maybe. Gotcha. So that's kind of like all I listen to. Understood. Yeah. yeah. Understood. Okay. <laughs> so I want to ask you about this because I was reading an article, you know, that you did from two years ago, Choose 901, and you were talking about how, you know, uh, th- your journey not just as a whole, but your journey specifically here in Memphis and mm-hmm. working in Memphis and stuff like that. Kind of talk about that a little bit, if you would. Like, how's it been doing what you do in Memphis? Because let's be honest, this isn't L.A., this isn't Milan, right. this isn't Paris, right. right? This isn't New York. So it's a little different here. So kind of talk about that a little bit and how you navigate that. Um, In the beginning, it was very challenging. Okay. I've been working for myself, doing strictly hair and makeup, for seven years now mm-hmm. um and it took a while to you know get to this place granted if i had just moved to atlanta i could have been working every day you know five years ago right um and i guess you know so many of my friends left memphis like everybody kind of left right. and i just kind of had this mind frame of you know if everybody leaves you know who's gonna be here right you know, that might have been crazy to think that way, but um, it it can be. I mean, be or honest. it could be depressing. OK. Strictly because there okay. is not a, a true community of um, professionals. Gotcha. You know, there are people that like to do makeup, but like the art of makeup. You know, Understood. period piece, you know, right. 50s, 60s, 70s, you know, gotcha. special effects. Right. Really, you know, because one of my favorite things is to watch classic films. Okay. And, like, I study all the legendary hair and makeup artists. and So, big TCM fan? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, so, it's not that mind frame here. Understood. Versus, like, when I go to New York, it's, like, a bunch of them. They're, like, they know everybody I'm talking about, you know. Got you. Or, like. So it's kind of like you're really speaking to in Startup Nation, you know, this is what I'm hearing. You're really speaking to a growth mindset in the sense of like, you know, it's one thing to just do hair and makeup and make that person look nice. But it's a totally different thing to go beyond that and try 
new stuff. Because yeah. I was listening to you on my good friend Ina Esco's podcast, yeah. the Verbally Effective podcast, and you said you like to get into like Tim Burton avant-garde yeah. type of stuff like that. So yeah. let me ask you this, since we're right there, you know, your ideal dream job right before we go to break what your idea your dream job like is it work for tim burton or something like that on a job or what would that look like it was but isn't he like racist i don't know i don't know he um, might be i don't know <laughs> but that that really would be <laughs> if he's not that would be like i right. i would be in heaven gotcha. honestly like fair yeah. enough yeah fair enough okay so when we, we're gonna go ahead and take a quick <laughs> break and when we come back I'm going to ask stuff like what Faiza's superpower is. You are listening to The Startup Life on KWAM, The Voice, AM 990, 107.9. Startup Nation, we tell you all the time that no one does anything great on their own. That includes starting a business or a nonprofit or even becoming a thought leader or an influencer. My point is that you need a team to do it successfully and responsibly. And that is why you should contact DR and Associates. Danielle and her team provide branding solutions along with digital and social media marketing that provide tangible results you are looking for. No matter if you are a Fortune 500 company or an author looking to make an impact, DR and Associates needs to be part of your team. They are one of the few firms whose leadership has been recognized by Google, which is proof of concept that they are very good at what they do. Contact DR and Associates today to grow your online presence. The number is 615-933-3681, or you can visit their website at drandassociates.com. Also, make sure you follow their Facebook page as well. DR and Associates, providing real clients with real results. This episode of The Startup Life is also brought to you by our amazing partners at SCORE Memphis. Look, entrepreneurship is hard, and there is nothing like a mentor that can help you navigate those waters. And that is what SCORE provides. SCORE mentors provide years of expertise and have resources that will have you flourishing and profitable on your path to entrepreneurship. If you are in need of a mentor, give SCORE a call. The number is 901-544-3588 or go to their website at memphis.score.org. The link is there in the show notes. Startup Nation, Kenda and I, along with our daughter Zoe, have this thing called Target Fridays if she's had a good week at school. We stopped by the snack bar for popcorn and mermaid ices. Startup Nation, don't judge me until you've tried them. Those ices are really good. Anyways, we then head over to the toy section so my daughter can add to her LOL doll collection. My daughter is a pretty good student, so you can imagine that we have spent a small fortune on LOL dolls. However, I can take solace in the fact that Target makes it affordable to buy those LOL dolls and anything else we need as a family. That's because Target believes you deserve quality at an affordable price. And when you're entrepreneurs like us, that's extremely important. But great deals and quality products are not exclusive to the brick-and-mortar version of the retail store. Target.com has even more exclusive deals that you can appreciate. And when you spend over $35, shipping is free. And I know we all love free shipping. We love to purchase the amazing kids' clothes for Zoe from the exclusive to Target Cat and Jack line when we go online. So the next time you listen to the show and you are reminded that you need something for your home, Start your Target journey with the link in our show notes, where you can expect more and pay less. All right, we are back with the Startup Life with my homegirl, Faiza Husnia, uh from Beauty by Faiza. I want to ask you this because, you know, we have Bluff City Law here. Mm-hmm. You know, and it looks like, you know, 
for all intents and purposes, production has pretty much been suspended. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff like that. But kind of talk about, you know, you worked on Bluff City Log. I yes. saw pictures with you and Jane Atkinson uh, from the show and stuff like that. Kind of talk about that experience, but also talk about the importance of projects like a Bluff City Law to be here in Memphis. Man, I don't think people in Memphis understood how big that was. Because that was network TV. Yeah. This wasn't like cable. This wasn't like yeah. Netflix, which is which is cool and stuff like that. This is network TV. This is NBC. Yeah. Right. And that like was major. how big of an opportunity that was. It's like everybody should, whether you wanted to watch it or not, right. it should have just been on your TV, honestly. Because that would have g- g- given leadway to other projects. Right. And I think we only get like a TV show every couple of years or something. Mm-hmm. I think the last one was... Sun Studios, maybe? Right. Something like that. And I worked on that. That Sun Uh, Records show that was on like A&E, Bravo, or some whatever network that was. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, but it was an amazing experience. NBC takes care of their people. Right. Like, I was so spoiled. I I just, I hate it ended. Uh, I hope Mm -hmm. it comes back. I don't know what they're saying. Right. Um. The cast and crew were incredible. The food was incredible. And that's one thing about me. Like, everybody knows the food is, like, my favorite part of set. Gotcha. Because it's, like, it's It's like a nice little spread, huh? (laughs) And it's, like, you know, and that's another thing about set life. You know, set Mm. life is, you know, whatever, you know, TV show, short film, whatever project you're on. Right. They always take care of you. And I think for me in Memphis, especially local Memphis crew. Right. They spoil me in that way because regardless of what people say about Memphis, like the Memphis film community, mm-hmm. they're amazing, honestly. And they really know what they're doing. And I think a lot of them are like kind of frustrated with what's happening with the industry here. Right. Because these are very talented people. Here in like, Memphis. Yes. Right. They could go to New York. They can go to LA. They can go to whatever they want to go. And like you're like yourself, they choose. They choose. And it's like they're really trying, trying to, to make right. it work here. And because it really is like, you know, if everybody leaves, you know, who's gonna stay and fight for Memphis? Right. So right. And I was I was really excited about Bluff City Law because one of the shows that I watched uh, for a while was Nashville when it was on ABC, yeah. right? And so what I understood from an entrepreneurial standpoint was that every week that show came on, it was literally a one-hour commercial for Nashville. Right. And that's how I saw Bluff City Law. It was like right. a one-hour commercial for Memphis, Bluff City, exactly. and stuff like that. You know, showing our attributes, you know. It was huge. It was huge right. for Memphis. Like, they they spent a lot of money to to do that. I'm right. like... You know, push permits through faster than yeah. normal, stuff like that. Yeah. There are some stories. We definitely heard that for <laughs> sure. So, let's talk about that a little bit. Let's, let's be honest a little bit. You know, uh-huh. We're kind of wrapping up here on the Startup Life KWAM uh, 990. And I know she doesn't do social media that much, but go make sure you go ahead and follow Beauty by Faiza on Facebook. Uh, I know y'all got Facebook out there, so mm. follow her page for sure. But let's talk about that a little bit. Talk about that struggle because, you know, once again, we talked about this is L.A. or Milan or New right. York or something like that. Talk about that struggle of trying to stay here. But you know that in order to not necessarily propel your career, but get better at your craft, 
But, yeah. Right. Because we always talk about on the startup life about like you become better at what you do based on the people exactly. you're surrounded by. So exactly. talk about that struggle from staying here and going elsewhere. Because I know it's a struggle. It I is. Know it is. And a part of me, you know, because I don't being the best in Memphis means nothing to me. Honestly. Gotcha. Um, if you're like one of the best or one of the best mm-hmm. where you're at, that's not a good thing. And I feel like I need to grow and I'm not really growing here. Gotcha. So I know this year is going to be a lot of big decisions Understood. that Understood. have to be made. And let us be clear. We're not bashing Memphis. That's not right. what this is. It's just a matter of. We know that, you know, New York and Paris and places like that, yeah. you know, it's more conducive, it, it's more conducive to, to what you my do. career. Exactly. Um, and it's more of a community that will support and encourage and inspire you, because with anything you do, you have to be in a circle that is inspiring. Understood. And Understood. makes you want to know more and grow Absolutely. and learn and Absolutely. all that stuff. All right. So we were talking off air a little bit about your daughter. My boo. Your, your home girl, your That's home my slice. baby. Right. Talk about how important it is for her to see you, what you do, and building your business and building your career and stuff like that. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I always keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Like, I want her to see where I started and what I created. I hear that. And already, like, she's she reminds me of, like, a sports agent, honestly. Really? She's very, like, you know... I don't know. She's she's very um like a God, what do you call it? She's like a salesperson or something. She's she's a go-getter. She gets things huh. done. Like it's no excuses. Like, okay, what do we have to do to fix this? She's a problem solver and Apple doesn't fall too far. I hope she got it from me. I don't know. Right. Sometimes I feel like she's my mother. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Thank you for sharing that. Let me ask you this. If you could have a cup of coffee and sit down and have a one hour meeting with anybody past or present, who would it be? And what would you ask them? Oh my goodness. Uh, anybody. Anybody. It would probably be Teddy Pendergrass. I know this is nothing to do with my career. <laughs> but- <laughs> I'm just like obsessed with him. Got what would you ask him? I can't say it on fair on enough. Air. All right, moving right along. <laughs> so, Startup Nation on every episode, I always ask my entrepreneurs what their entrepreneurial superpower is. You starting us off right this morning. I see uh, what their entrepreneurial superpower is. So, Faiza, if I were to ask you, you know, because I believe all entrepreneurs have a superpower. What's mm-hmm. yours and why? Uh, my superpower is resilience. Mm. Do I have to elaborate on that? If you would, just a little bit. Um. Why resilient? Because you have to be. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you literally cannot give up. Right. Like, you will feel like you're going crazy or you're, you're not gonna get where you need to get or... Right. 
but just keep going. Like that's the biggest thing. Like you, ha- you have to be kind of crazy to do this. That's gotcha. how I feel. Gotcha. That that's true. That's yeah. true. That's that's one of the things Steve Jobs said. Yeah. All the time, like you know, you have to love what you do because you know if you're not, you you'll go crazy. Yeah. You'll go crazy. Yeah. For sure. It's one of the things that we talk about with Startup Nation a lot, which is that look, a lot of times you have to embrace those small victories Mm -hmm. because not every day you're going to get an email not every day the cash register is going to ring not every day invoice is going to be paid and there's a lot of times and i know this firsthand that invoices get paid late (laughs) invoices get paid late right and so you know i want to say before i ask the last question i just want to say thank you so much for coming on uh, the Startup Life, powered by KWAM, The Voice, AM 990, oh. 107.9. You gave amazing value. Thank you. Uh, and you showed resilience today because I know you're a little bit under the weather. So I yeah. 100% appreciate <laughs> you for sure. But now I'm actually going to turn the microphone over to you. Because uh, just a little bit, don't, don't, don't feel nervous, uh, but because there's an entrepreneur out there that's feeling stuck in their business and they're, you know, or they're afraid to start. It's 2020. So we got a lot of people who are, who kind of fit those molds. Mm-hmm. If you would give them some words of motivation to tell them to start and just keep going. Oh man. You know, you just have to know that it's going to be hard. You just have to accept that it's going to be hard. And I think that's the easiest way to think about it. Got you. And then it's going to start getting easier. Got you. Awesome. Awesome. Just accept it. Embrace it. it. And that's pretty much it. Okay. Okay. Well, that's going to wrap up this session of The Startup Life. I just want to say thank you so much, Faiza. Thanks for uh, having me. For coming on the show. And Startup Nation, that's kind of what you can expect, you know, every Tuesday. Uh, here on KWAM The Voice, we bring in some of the best business minds, some of the best business leaders who are out here in the entrepreneurial space, just kind of doing work and, and doing their best to grow their business, scale their idea, and, and not being afraid to try and try new things and slapping fear in the face and punching them in the face and throwing them a hadouken in the face or whatever you got to do to get that idea uh, off the ground. I'm a millennial, so Street Fighter just kind of came up, video games, stuff like that. So, uh, but that's going to be it for us today. I want to enjoy, you know, I want to uh, welcome you back next Tuesday.